You know, it's actually really difficult trying to do these intros because I don't know where to start. I mean, I don't know what to open with. Do I talk about Kai Yuvan versus BHM? Do I talk about Anant Kontavate? Do I talk about uh, Caro Garcia? Of course not. Do I talk about Ember Adukanu? Ons Jabor? Ons Jabor looked good. Uh, Sorry, Kristea was acting funny. Do I talk about Danielle Collins and what she did? I don't know where to start. Welcome to the safe space, everyone. Day one of Wimbledon in the books, at least most of it. Today we had two rain delays. Two rain... Uh, I mean, they were... Not that long. I mean, they were delays, or, or let's call them minor interruptions, but uh, for the most part, I guess a good job. Uh, and look, when I, when, I, when I talk about this, I'm only talking about the women's. We do not talk about ATP until the second week. If you are, if you are a new listener, or if you are new here... Um, uh, the, the, the men's draw doesn't exist until at least Sunday. Okay, until maybe the fourth round, if not the quarterfinals, uh, second week of Islam. Okay, I have no interest talking about Tommy Paul versus Verdasco. I have no interest talking about Kokinakis versus uh, Mazurjak. Uh, I don't want to talk, there's, there's nothing to talk about there. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I I don't know why, but I watched a couple of men's matches today. Uh, really, I don't know why. Um, but no, as far, as far as the women's draw, I, I, I'm, I'm not aware of the men's, honestly. But I know in the women's, most of the matches that were scheduled today were completed, except for maybe a few. I think Wickmeyer versus Zulin, Ostapenko versus Ossian Dodin, uh, Dasha Seville versus Tomova, and maybe one or two more. Or maybe maybe that's it. Actually, uh, we're we're pushed to tomorrow. Okay, but I guess we'll find out in a second here. Uh, once we get to the segment where we look at tomorrow's matches, I, I guess we'll know. Okay. But day one, no, it was good. It was good. And and even with the rain delay, we we saw a lot of tennis and uh there were a lot of there were a lot of good matches, um, good performances, some 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 shitty performances, and and with that came uh, shitty results, very surprising results. Um, and maybe uh, some results or performances may be surprising for some, uh, but not for me, and vice versa. Uh, maybe for some people, some results would be like, yeah, that's to, that was to be expected, but for me, no, I mean, uh, not like this. I did begin talking about a, a couple of a couple of things. Obviously, the highlights of the day were, I mean, for the most part, like I said yesterday, the slate sucked. This was the bottom half of the draw playing today, and uh, overall, the, the 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 quality and, and and the bottom half of this draw is uh, disgusting, I think. And with that comes a lot of sh uh, shitty matches, and that was the case. For, uh, the, for most of these first round matches were really really bad. And the lines were ugly and 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 kind of tricky. The matchups were shitty, so uh, you know. But but for day one, it wasn't too bad, uh, as you can see uh, from the, from the card that I posted on Twitter. Uh, the bets that we made today, a lot of them were in some of the more uh, kind of matches. Okay. And like I said, I did talk about 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 some things. Emirodukanu. Kai Yuvan, Sori Kristea, Annette Kontavate, Belinda Bencic, Ons Jabor, I guess those really were the highlights of the day. Daniel Collins also. 
Let's get to it then. We'll start from the top. We'll work our way through. We'll see what's up. Obviously, today's episode is not going to be as long as yesterday's, obviously, because we do not have a draw to get to. Um, but I, I don't want to rush uh, sort of the recap, and I most certainly do not want to rush the preview. So I'm going to try and spend uh, uh, not too long, but uh, an, I'd say an adequate amount of time covering um, what happened today and also talk about tomorrow's matches where we will get a few matches that were postponed from today in bottom half of the draw and then uh, the top half of the draw they'll, they'll play their first round matches. Starting from the top then, let's see if Tarenko beat uh, Jody Barrage 6-2-6-3. Now Jody Barrage last week beat uh, Paula Bedos in straights, today she lost to Lesia Tarenko in straights. To talk about Lesia Tarenko for a second, Lesia Tarenko obviously one of the more experienced veteran players on tour. Um, extremely fit she is so lean like sh she is physically very fit well built uh strong unfortunately her her tennis is not sort of uh up to that same level but i must say lesia Tarenko, you know throughout the year usually you find her playing qualies beating the shit out of some no names makes the main draw round one round two not very good lesia Tarenko's out of there but last week in Eastbourne, she beat Rabakino and Lynette in three sets, as well as Maria Camilla Osorio Serrano and Heather Watson, and withdrew against Biahadadmai in the quarterfinal. Today, you know, won her first match at Wimbledon. Lesia Tsarenko, look, I'm, I'm not here to say she's going to win Wimbledon, but Lesia Tsarenko. A non-tennis related thing I wanted, I would like to let you guys, I would like to, uh, I can't speak man, I really can't speak. Uh, something I want to tell you guys about Leslie Tsarenko, it's not really tennis related, but she does have a sort of a presence on Twitter, she does interact with uh, some of her fans, uh, some posts, either by journalists or just some by, by random people ab about tennis or politics, whatever, you'll find her in the comments, uh, things like that, and she see, uh, obviously Leslie Tsarenko is Ukrainian. Uh, she seems uh, uh, very impacted uh, by obviously the, the the war or the conflict in Ukraine with Russia and, and she's been very verbal about it as well uh, and, and seems to wear it really well, you know what I mean? Seems to be not in her feelings about it but if she's angry or annoyed or, or bothered by some of the actions uh, of people as a result of the sort of conflict you know what i mean uh, it's nice to see you're doing well is, is what i'm is what i'm trying to get at okay some others i'm not gonna say who uh, some other U ukrainian tennis players uh, look i'm not gonna name names look i'm not gonna sit here and tell you alina Svitolina. like i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna name names uh, whatever some others didn't really uh, handle it too well and had to fake a pregnancy Obviously, I'm not. Obviously, I'm kidding about faking uh, the pregnancy. You know, sometimes I gotta. I got. I, I worry that you guys might not know when I'm being serious or when I'm not. So I, I you know, I, I sometimes I have to clarify. But no, in all seriousness, Lesia Tarenko is amazing, and also on a, on a very serious note, congratulations to to Miss S Mrs. Svitolina uh, on her pregnancy, and, and I wish her nothing but the best.
Allison Risk, who at the start of grass season was making some moves, was making some noise. Um, and that has been the case with Allison Risk for maybe the past two, three, four years. Uh, last year won a title, made some noise here and there. Uh, this year I hasn't won a title, but, but still she did bits here and there. But it's at the end of the day, it's Allison Risk. You know, like... It's Alison Risk. She beat in Albon 6-2-6-4. Next. Now this was one of the... And, 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 and there's always something like this. Every single day, no matter if it was a good day, good reads, good bets, whatever. Uh, there's always something like this. Uh, losing from a setup. Today, that was today's theme today. I tweeted about it maybe five or six times. Today's theme was... A theme. Not, not, te not Dominic team. But today's theme was losing from a set up but if you're a set down you stand no chance uh Kalanina was a set down against Bondar uh she came back to win Bondar was a set up she lost now uh, this is not significant in this match alone but you will see how many time uh, how many instances or occurrences today we saw this thing by the way, Barrage was a set down against Cherenko. She lost in straights. It's it's just uh, and this is not a tennis th thing. It's just it's just a gambler's thing. It, it's a it's a, it's a it's a sports betters uh, f just feeling so helpless. Like my bet is a set up, and I know I'm not safe. I know uh, this isn't over yet. But if my bet is a set down, I know I have no chance. Why? That makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. Why? Why? Why is it like that? If I'm up a set, it means absolutely nothing and I'll probably lose. But if I'm down a set, there is absolutely no chance of a recovery. Do you know how bad that is for, for someone's um, sort of mental health and mindset? Like, like, what are the? Uh, is this like a rule? Like, does it have to? Be, I don't understand. Uh, what is this? Why does it have to be like this? And I don't think I'm being unreasonable, or, or this is a confirmation bias, or I'm only focusing on, on the matches that that sort of fits this this agenda or narrative. No. I talk about it every day. Why? Because it happens every day. It happens all the time. Why? In all seriousness, no, back, back to Kalanina and Bondar. Bondar, her, her first match on grass, or maybe her second match on grass. Uh, Bondar slightly trending downwards since her pr very promising start to the clay season. Um, Annalina Kalanina through to the second round. But she is not good on grass. And maybe she's not good at all, but, but here on grass, uh, uh, not her best. Not at her best at all. Nowhere near as good as the clay. Uh, but I'm, 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 I think I'm almost... Uh, ready or, or, or f like f prepared to to willingly say that Anna Annalina Kalanina might not be a very good tennis player or or a good one at all uh, might not be a good tennis player period. Oh, Katarina Sinyakova, man, Ka uh, lost to this girl called Maya Chowalinska, the qualifier. Maya Chowalinska uh, cooked her up with a slice. Uh, clearly, 
this girl a qualifier uh, from Poland, Ma Maya Chwalinska, was up late last night watching Ash Barty mixtapes on YouTube. I just know she was. I mean, you can confirm with her search history, you know she was watching Ash Barty uh, highlights on YouTube last night. Uh, Katerina Senyakova, what she was watching on YouTube last night, I can't tell you, it's inappropriate for me to say. I can't say it here, but if you DM me privately, I'll tell you. Cholinska beats Senyakova, 6-love, 7-5. Yikes. Uns Jabor beat Miriam Bjorklund. Miriam Bjorklund, by the way, Denis Shapovalov's girlfriend. Uh, just a couple of days ago, they celebrated their third year anniversary, and they're still only dating. Am I? Does someone want to tell me? So am I missing something? <laughs> but obviously, that's none of my business. Congratulations to them. Um, if Shapovalov has an early exit, they can they can celebrate uh, the next two weeks here in, in London. Unstjabor, though, in all seriousness, looks uh, looks good. Looks locked in. It pains me to say this, but Unstjabor looks very good. Look, yes, I, I might be a hater, but I'm a very reasonable person. I am a hater, but I'm not unreasonable. There's a huge difference. Unstjabor looked very good. I understand it's only Miriam Birkeland. Uh... But I, 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 I trust what I saw. Unstjabur looks good. Obviously, this only applies un un until, you know, Unstjabur no longer looks good. And that's maybe why I don't like her. But for now, yeah, Unstjabur looks good. Kawa from a setup against Rebecca Marino. Now, I don't understand who's Rebecca Marino to give her lines like minus 550. Well, I mean, even Maria Sakkari should never be minus 550 against anyone. So how are we going to make someone like Rebecca Marino minus 550 against Kawa? Kawa, the qualifier, good wins for Kawa. And here in the main draw, beats Rebecca Marino as a huge underdog in the first round through to the second round. Here, almost again, Kawa was up a set and pissed it away in the second and in the third had to recover to win. 5-7-5 in the decider. Really good win for Kawa. Fantastic performance. Elise Mertens lost the first set to Maria Camilla Osorio Serrano 6-1. Came back in the second to win 6-2. Led 4-2 in the, in the decider until Maria Camilla Osorio Serrano retired. Uh, nothing to really talk about there. Elise Mertens is through to the second round. <sighs> Here we go again. This girl, Miyazaki, the ja Japanese Brit, took the first set 6-4 against Caro Garcia. Uh, please be reminded that Caro Garcia won the Bad Ombrick title just a few days ago. And please be reminded that Caro Garcia is one of the worst players on the WTA Tour. Miyazaki won the first set 6-4, turned around and lost the second set 6-1. Fantastic. In the third set, made a recovery uh, from a breakdown, went up 6-5, went to deuce, was 
essentially two points away from victory, uh, breaking for the match, 7-5. Uh, went to a tiebreak, lost the super tiebreak, 10-4. Uh, of course, she lost from a setup, and of course, she lost the tiebreak. Big Julie Nemo beat Shi Yuang 6-1-6-4. Nothing really to see there. Annette Contavate versus Bernarda Pera. Annette Contavate was acting a little bit funny in the first set. Uh, led by a break. And then trailed by a break. So gave gave those two... Uh, so she was up a break and then gave two back. And, and trailed a break. And then recovered from that. And then eventually uh, broke again for 7-5. Very topsy-turvy. And the second set... Uh, she put Bernardo Pera away, 6-1. Uh, 7-5, 6-1, good win for Annette Contevate. Like I was saying yesterday, Annette Contevate. Uh, I'm hopeful. I'm I'm expecting something big for Annette Contevate from Annette Contevate. And based on not much, but I just have a really good feeling about it. And it's not a matter of luck or, or guesswork or something like that. But it just it just feels like... Uh, Annette Contavate is really going to get it going, and I think this is a a, a good start against uh, uh, the perfect kind of opponent, where it's not a waste woman, uh, but it's it's not Serena Williams either. Okay. Now it would, it would be a good discussion to have: Is Bernardo Pera closer to being a waste woman or is Serena Williams? That's a really good question. One of the best bets, and I tweeted this, one of the best bets on the board yesterday was Raducanu plus 145. Um, I could spend three hours talking about the line, not the match, just the line. Um, but yesterday, having having looked at the slate, uh, it was just in my head like, Emma Raducanu, not going to bet it. Not going to bet the match, just going to sit back and watch, should be good. It's, it's Emma Raducanu versus the Ostrich. Uh, Alison van Oetvank, there's no need to bet it, just enjoy it. Now here, here's a theory I have, and, and, and um, I, I really don't know how to speak English, so it, uh, I, I hope I can, I can explain this, or, or cover this uh, sort of uh, succinctly, and, 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 and paint a picture for you guys, okay? I feel like sometimes, when, when the bookies, the bookmakers, Vegas, whatever, they make a line, and they give you odds. I, I And I talk about this all the time. I feel like nowadays people, they all feel like they're geniuses. Like everyone thinks they're onto something. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not saying everyone, everyone. But I, I mean, uh, a lot of people in, in the general public, uh, a lot of most of them casuals, a lot of them really think that they're sitting at home and that they're so smart and they're onto something. And only they know this. Like only they they are they are because they're so smart you know they're they're geniuses there's not a lot of people like them you know what i mean they really think they're onto something and and they have an edge or an advantage over whoever else the book you the public the rest of whatever okay now these sort of people like they think things like like they have things in their head and be like yeah like this I think this this is like that she's like this uh, and it could be whatever and then they see the lines and then you know lines are posted by by the bookmakers and they then they see a line and based on whatever the line says these people in their head they look at it and be like oh yeah I was so right look at this line 
uh, safe, what the fuck are you saying? Basically what I'm saying is, it's like, you, you have in your head, like, Emerald O'Connor's a shit player, oh my god, she sucks, she sucks, she sucks. We have to fade Emerald O'Connor, she's the worst. Alison Van Utvank is great, man, she's, oh yeah, great form. Oh yeah, great form, and look, they, even they know. Look, they, they made, they made her the favorite, they just know she's gonna win. Emerald O'Connor's an underdog, like, yeah, she's gonna lose, mmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like, uh, like, it's... It's now becoming like... How do I say it? It's like overthinking. It's like... Uh, the, uh, it, uh, f I Vegas... I, I, uh, the bookmakers, man... The, the, the way they, they set up lines... And the, the, the traps... And the way they win... The way they have nice fountains and colorful buildings... And, and a lot of lights... And, and it's colorful and it's glamorous in Vegas... Uh, it's because of a lot of people like 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 this, like what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like like they give you a line to to confirm what you're already thinking. Like they know what you're thinking, and and they 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 give you information, and 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 in this case, the information is lines or odds to tell you that here there's this match that's going to take place, and this is the favorite, and this is the underdog, and what we're telling you is that we expect. Uh, quote unquote, expect this player to win. Obviously, in this case, the match was, uh, let's say, Van Utvank Raducanu, and they said they're they're telling these people, uh, Van Utvank's the favorite. We expect Van Utvank to win. And these people, like in their head, they uh, they they receive that confirmation. Like, yes, I was so right. Raducanu's a shit player. She's the worst. And 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 I'm I'm gonna bet Alison Van Utvank. I don't care. I don't care about this price, like I like I know I just know it, I just know it. I think the worst thing is is to is to overthink, and uh, I, and I I I guess I should apologize on my behalf because it's so easy for me to say this now, after the fa after the fact, but it's it was always gonna be Emirato uh, Kano given the line. In hindsight, that is so easy to say, but man, I wish I was on top of this. I know a lot of people bet Alison Van Utvank despite her being quite the favorite, like minus 170-ish. Really? Against Emma in London? Like, please throw out all that shit, Emma is a fraud, like, like enough of that. And even if she is, it's Alison Van Utvank. Uh, come on, uh, guys, really? That's the thing with very public lines, public players. Um, I know it's fun to bet the more, uh, the the bigger matches, the the bigger names, the ones with storylines, the one with a million eyes on them. You know, the ones that are under the spotlight, big courts, uh, prime time shit like that. Like like everyone wants to. Not only watch those, but also like have action on it. They want to put money on it. They want to bet these matches. Um. But I know Vegas be cleaning up in these sort of matches. You know, so so you just gotta be really careful. And that's also when when the freaks come out, the casuals, uh, the people at home who think they're Einstein's cousin, those kind of people. So it's it's tricky.
Then you get very public lines. You get a line that doesn't seem sharp, but it's so sharp. You get you get lines sometimes that are like based on public perception. Obviously, like like uh, like I've said so many times, um, um, those lines that are provided, like those are not the actual win probability of the players. You know what I mean? It's just a way to for for the bookmakers to either balance the action or the handle on either side so neither result is a liability for them or they know they the the whole conversation they know something that we don't uh th that's a bit too uh of a too too big of a conspiracy i think for me uh, it makes it seem like they're they're a higher power uh, they're it's not it's not that not that much i think I don't think it's that deep. They know something that we don't. I, I really don't like that that saying. I think that 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 expression was popularized as a as expression, like it's figurative. But I think nowadays people maybe they've heard it somewhere and now they relay it. They say it uh, in, in a very literal sense, like they mean it. Uh, at least from for, at least from my perspective. I mean, I don't know the uh, the origin of this expression, but but it feels like. Saying, oh man, they must have known something that we didn't, or, or they know something that we don't. Like, it's not a li like literal sense, like like they actually have, uh, they know something that we... I don't think it's like that at all. Anyway, Emerald Okono beat Alison Van Oetvang 6-4-6-4, she's through to the second round. Obviously, she's the highest ranked British player, she's playing in Britain, in London, in England. Um... Excited to see what Emeril Okada is going to do moving forward. I am so curious to see how the market adjusts, how the line adjusts, and, and just how uh, the public perception adjusts and, and what people are saying and, and, and sort of what the move is surrounding Emeril Okada. Here we go. Kai Yuvan beat Bia Haddad Maya. Bia Haddad Maya was probably the best tennis player in the world on grass. I guess I should say she was the best grass court player in the world. Uh, last week, up until Kvitova did what she did. Uh, Bay Maya went from winning 12 matches in a row on grass uh, to losing two in a row. She is now on a two-match uh, losing streak on grass. It's so crazy how quick things can turn around, right? She won two titles in a row. Made a semi-final of a third one. Lost. Came to Wimbledon, which is what it was all about. And the first round lost. Obviously, it's really harsh because it's Kaya Yuvan. And this is not just anyone. It's Kaya Yuvan. And I know a lot of people don't respect Kaya Yuvan or, or just sort of overlook her. Like, oh, it's just some, some girl ranked uh, 70 in the world or whatever. 60. 62. But no, this is harsh. This was tough for Bia Haddad Maya. Kaya Yuvan was up for it. And she was she was up to the task. She was up to the challenge. And this is Kaya Yuvan. This is what Kaya Yuvan is all about. I hear I am praising Kaya Yuvan. I'm not taking anything away from Bia Haddad Maya. I'm not going to say she's tired. 
I'm not gonna say oh uh, Kaya Yuvan. Yes, Bihadad Maya didn't play as well. She wasn't as scary or as dominant as her as she was during her incredible run, but I'm not gonna say she was tired, da 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 uh, please, that's actually a bit disrespectful, I think. To Kaya Yuvan and to Bihadad Maya herself. Kaya Yuvan is good, she's very good, and she's through to the second round. Diane Perry? The young French woman beat Kaya Kanepi 6-4-6-4. That's a really good result for Diane Perry. It's never fun playing against Kaya Kanepi. I feel like like Kaya Kanepi is not Serena Williams, but if anyone ever beats Kaya Kanepi, like good job, honestly. Like well done that you did amazing work. Congratulations. Uh you're amazing. And out of all people that out of out of all people, Diane Perry with her one-handed backhand, wow, good for you, man. Seriously. Diane Perry, 6-4-6-4. Sorry, Chris, did you guys know the Shaqton a Fool segment that uh, Shaquille O'Neal does on Inside the NBA? Basically, like, Shaqton a Fool, it's, it's wordplay. Basically, you're acting a fool, you're doing something stupid uh, on court. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, it's a basketball thing, a lot of... You know, NBA, NBA players, they, they do, like, stupid shit or, like, like stupid mistakes or fails or whatever. Uh, Sorry, Kristea was shacked in a fool today. She won in straight 7-6, seven, 7-6 six, seven, six, against a player that didn't want to be there. You know how bad that is to only win 7-6, seven, 7-6 six, seven, six as, uh, as a seed? Uh... As one of the more veteran, experienced, dangerous players in this draw, uh, against a player that that does not that hates playing tennis, that doesn't want to be there, Alexander Krunic. Sorry, Kirstea was four-one up in the first set and found herself in a tiebreak like 20 minutes later. Look, that's not good, but it's good that she was able to 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 win this in straights. I mean, seven six seven six is better than like four six six three, uh, six two or whatever, right? Or whatever. Now, I only placed one bad bet yesterday, and it was Martina Trevisan minus two and a half. Uh, Martina Trevisan, French Open semi-finalist, I believe, lost six two six love to fellow Italian Elisabetta Cosiretto. Now, honestly, I don't know. If French players are worse or Italians, but it's it's really close, and it's really bad also, but it's really close. Clara Towson, who hasn't been around for a while, uh, retired one four down in the first set against qualifier Maya Hontama. Uh, congratulations to Maya Hontama; she's through to the second round. Danielle Collins, from a set up. Uh, lost to Buskova in, in three sets. 7-5, uh, 4-6, four, six, four, six. Uh, Buskova, I guess, one five seven six four six four. Buskova, amazing, man. Uh, had some injury, was away for a little bit. But I think it was Madrid or Rome where she was just incredible. Marie Buskova, man, she just does not go away. And she's a pusher like no other. And you have to beat her. You have to win the points. She's not going to give you anything. If you want to win, sure. No problem. Go ahead. 
just win the points. And that seems fine, and a lot of players, if sort of presented with that opportunity, will have no problems. But it's just, it's asking for a lot sometimes. She will put so much pressure on you to finish. She will, uh, you know, the, the sort of the, the expression goes, uh, she keeps asking you the question. Can you do this? Can you beat me? Can you win the point? Can you finish? Can you close? Uh, if no, then she'll win. Solid and consistent. I don't like the playstyle, but I appreciate a player that uh, knows their craft and, and knows their strengths and weaknesses and, and sticks to it. Like, stick, stick at what you're good at, understand who you are as a player and as a person, and just do what you gotta do. I, I respect that. One of these days we're going to have a chat about Danielle Collins. I don't know. Is she a Camilla Georgie? Is she just a, a, a firework? Just so unpredictable? Is she just um, not in the mood? Is she a fraud? Is she like that? You know what I mean? Is, is Are these sort of performances, is this who she really is? Or is she a baller? Is she a gamer? I don't know. Uh, we have to talk about it, and we need some answers, I think. Madison Inglis up 7-5 uh, after the first set against Golfie. Uh, Golfie, honestly, trending all the way down, sucks on grass. Uh, Madison Inglis uh, was, was probably amongst one of the worst players on tour uh, for a while, up until grass season. Some good results, decent-ish performances. Lost from a setup. Please be reminded, Martina Trevisan uh, was down 6-2. She stood no chance. She lost the second set, 6-love. Inglis was up a set. She lost the second and the third. Why does this happen? Dogs, favorites, uh, why does this happen? Pana Udvardi beat Tamara Zidancic in straight sets. I think Tamara Zidancic is now officially one of the worst players ever, and it, it further highlights how shitty last year's French Open was. Tamara Zidancic was a semi was a semi finalist. Maria Sakkari was a semi finalist. That alone is disgusting. Barbora Krzykova was the winner, and Pavlichenkova. All all do with all due respect to uh, uh, Nastya Pavlichenkova. Barbora Krzykova, that was the final! Really bad, really bad look for women's tennis. Um, as Tamara Zidancic plays more and more matches, the worse and worse uh, the 2021 French Open looks. Nothing else, nothing... Uh, that's all I have to say, you know what I mean? Congratulations to Pano Vardy, she's through to the second round. Our girl Fernanda Contreras Gomez, probably the best no bet for me uh, personally. Uh, really wanted to bet her five and a half. Da 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 da. Magdalena, uh, her last match before coming into Wimbledon, as we mentioned earlier, she lost to Serenko in Eastbourne last week, and was horrible. Honestly, like horrible, horrible. Um, 
and then comes to Wimbledon. Um, you know, for, like first match at Wimbledon. Obviously, that's the case for for everyone here in the first round. But obviously, qualifiers. Uh, they already have three three matches under their belts and three wins on the grounds. Um, but no, 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 no. Uh, Fernanda Contreras Gomez, unfortunately, six one six four. Uh, if you had bet five and a half, you would have lost. Yeah, you would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, obviously. Kerber Mladenovic, six love seven five. Um. Second scoreline today that was six love seven five. The other six love seven five was Maya Chowalinska versus Sinyakova. Just such a weird scoreline. Six love seven five. I mean, what the fuck? But Kerber, after losing to Caro Garcia or Alize Cornet, uh, sorry, excuse me. Um, same shit, right? <coughs> Beats at a. Kiki Mladenovic, 6-love, 7-5. Now, look, Kiki Mladenovic, I think, uh, either, either, I think three options. But realistically, one of two things. She should either uh, retire from tennis completely and, and hang it up, as they say. Uh, and that's it. It's a wrap. Uh, enough is enough. Go into coaching. Go into f f philanthropy. Go, uh, you know, whatever. Media. Write a book. Travel. Eat. Get married. Uh, I don't know if you're married, have a family, whatever. That's the first option. The second option is you only play doubles. And the third option is that you only play in France. I think that's good. So basically, you uh, never play a singles match outside of France again. Or never play a singles match again. I think that's best for someone like Kiki Mladenovic. She fell off hard. Hard. I mean, this has been a... Maybe not that hard. I guess it's been a steady decline. But last year, I, I think it wouldn't have been unreasonable to say that Kiki Mladenovic is a... Uh, respectable player. But now, no. Now, no, she's a piece of shit player, 100%. I'm so sorry to say that. I, I, uh, it, it pains me to say that. Um, uh, a really bad no bet. I, I, I should have been on top of this. Bigu beat uh, Gorgoc six four six one. Bigu, a very solid player, always under the radar. Excited to see what Bigu can do. Um, off the top of my head, can't really remember what a draw looks like, but yeah, Bigu through to the second round. Now, there were some matches that were interrupted, and I guess we have to talk about those. All went to three sets, and therefore that's why they were interrupted. If they had concluded um, in straights, then that would have been that, obviously. Um, but due to the darkness and, and the grounds, there's no light. So the third set will be continued tomorrow for Benchich and Shang Wang. That's in the third set. Uh, they're... I, I, you know, I like that it's at least at the end of the second set, not like midway through a game or like one love in the third. You know, it's just a sort of new slate. You play a a best of one match. You know what I mean? Just one set winner takes all type shit. Um, 
I mean, it's not ideal, but I mean, given the circumstances, then yeah, that's the best, and, I, and I'm happy that they do it like that. But yeah, Benchich and Shang Wang, Astro Sharma versus Tatiana Maria. What a disgusting match. Of, of course it went three. And Corpatch versus Heather Watson. What a disgusting match. Of course it went three. Man, I feel so bad for Bia Haddad Maya. Why could she not have got Asa Sharma? Or Tatiana Maria or Corpatch or Heather Watson. Or Irina Barra or Chloe Paquet. Or Kartal or Kovinich or Misaki Doi or Luz or Zhu Lin. Or Pegosi or Kukova. Or even Shelby Rogers, man. Mikhail. Coco Vandoy. Bektas. Rebecca Peterson. Shmidlovo. Masarova. Why? Uh, what's the, what's the, what's your auntie called? The girl that's playing Zachary? Zoe Hives? Man, that's so harsh for Bia Haddad, Maya, man. Uh, you, you, you really cannot... Uh, it cannot be overstated. You cannot put it into words even yet. To, I, I can't even express how shitty and disgusting that is for Bia Haddad Maya. Fuck, man. Those t uh, two of these matches we're not gonna talk about that, that were suspended. Uh, Heather, Heather Watson, Tamara Korpach. And Astro Sherman, Tatiana Maria, there's absolutely nothing we can we, we need to talk about there. But Belinda Benchich versus Shang Wang. This girl Shang Wang was up 6-4-5-1. So she was up a set and two breaks. Uh up 5-1 in the second set, lost that set, 5-7, Belinda Benchich. With the help of some some unraveling and tanking and throwing and collapsing by Shang Wang. Uh, turned it the fuck on and, and stormed back to take the set. Uh, Belinda Benchich is amazing in, in, in the sense that she knows she's amazing. Like, she knows she's good. A lot of players know that they're shit and, and just try and get away with it. Like Caro Garcia, for example. There There's... If anyone knows that they're shit, and and they know they're not not good players, it's Kara Garcia, and it's so clear the way you look at her and the way she plays. How she gets away with it and wins matches, I don't know. Um, but all, some players know that they're good, and they they know that if they get going, they're they're unstoppable and and they're amazing. They're excellent. They're they're a, they're a train. They're a. a a force to be reckoned with, as they say. Now, unfortunately for Belinda Bencich, this this doesn't do very well for her uh, sort of momentum. But uh, I think you 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 would figure that she'd go on to win this match. Speaking of Belinda Bencich, um. I have updated my ones to watch list. This is different than the grass court power rankings. Uh, the the ones to watch uh, will be updated daily and even throughout the day, it, or depending on on a result or you know after a slate of matches, uh, it can be updated. It's it's very flexible. Okay, um, the grass court power rankings we're gonna do um, maybe every couple of days. Uh, Maybe after every round, I think that's reasonable. Uh, 
I, I think that's perfect actually after every round we'll do the grass court power rankings uh, the ones to watch or the the the, the list of mine uh, today it was updated four times already okay as it stands at the moment Petra Kvitova number one and then Bencic, Rybakina, Kontaveit and Kaya Yuven five now if you notice at the start of grass season I had Bencic, Rybakina, Kaya Yuven they are all here today I added Kaya Yuven back I added Rybakina back Bencic is still here and if she pulls this comeback off against Shang Wang, then, uh, you know, wow. You know, Bencic, uh, as far as her draw goes, the big sort of uh, matchup, or, or let's call it an obstacle, was Bihadad Mai in the third round. Now it's Kaya Yuvan. It's not a matter of, oh, yeah, Bihadad Mai is out of her way now. It's like, well,. Well, yeah, Bihadad Mai is, but Kaya Yuvan is here instead. Because, you know, she beat her. Mm-hmm. And Annette Kontavei. All right, then, on to tomorrow. Starting with Alize Cornet versus Yulia Putinseva. Um, this is a this is a tricky one, and the lines uh, also reflect that. Uh, Alize Cornet is a slight favorite, minus 130. Putinseva is plus 110. Um, gun to my head, if I had to pick one of those, I'd pick Alize Cornet. Um, but I'm not going to, because I'm not feeling her these days, even though she has been playing well, and I, and I like her, and I've bet her a lot in the past, and sort of, kind of, she's been good to me. I just can't get behind her at the moment. I don't know why, but I have to sort of trust uh, my guts, and, 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 and to sort of believe that I'm turned off for a reason. Yulia Putintseva, nothing nothing to rave about uh, either for her at the moment. Uh, don't think she played on grass. Maybe she did and she lost. Yeah, Kalanina. Yeah, she played Eastbourne only, beat uh, Sorivia Stormo, lost to Kalanina in three. Um, the bet here to make is over 21.5, I think. I think it's best to stay away from a side. Uh, but gun to my head, I'd, I'd pick Alize Cornet, but there's no way I'm betting that. Over 21 and a half looks good. Uh, Catherine Harrison. And by the way, guys, don't know if you've noticed, but it's there's been a lot of dogs lately that we've been betting. Um, or at least yes, for yesterday, yesterday or today. Um, a lot of dogs. Catherine Harrison, the qu American qualifier, uh, plus 280 against Arangsta Rus. Uh, I'm really tempted, but it might have to be a pass, but I'm really tempted. Talked about this yesterday for a little bit. Uh, Nuria Perez's Diaz plus 126 against Claire Lou. I think Nuria Perez's Diaz plus 126 looks good. Claire Lou had a good stretch. I think uh, 125k Paris. Uh, she won the 125k in Paris. And then went to uh, Rabat, made some noise. I think made the final, lost it. Trevisan in the final, I think. And since then, just has, has fallen off a fucking cliff, man. And it's really bad. I think Nuria Perez's Diaz gets this. Nuria Perez's Diaz leads the head-to-head 2-0. By the way, Alize Cornet leads the head-to-head against Putintseva 3-0, but their last meeting uh, was 2018, and the other two meetings were 2017. So, four or five years since they last played. 
Nuria Prezes Diaz is 2-0 against Claire Lou. Nuria Prezes Diaz plus 125 looks good tomorrow. Uh, Daria Seville, Tomovo. Uh, we talked about this yesterday, over 21.5. Yep. Uh, Maria Sacri versus your auntie, Zoe Hives. Yep. Okay. Uh, Marta Kostya, Katie Swan. That is also from yesterday, and that is a pass, as it was yesterday. Uh, our girl Nastasia Shunk versus Mihela Buzarnisku. Um, I believe I mentioned this yesterday when this opened. Uh, Shunk was. This was a pick'em. She was like minus 110 or minus 120. And then went up to minus 200. And now she's minus 176. But her spread went from uh, obviously pick'em to minus 2.5 to minus 3. So her spread got fatter. Uh, but her money lines got uh, cheaper, I guess. Uh, which which is a bit of a weird one, I think. But, uh, but it, do it does make sense. Because winning is, is different to covering. Um, but I think, sh uh, Shunk minus two and a half for minus 125 looks good. Uh, definitely worth a bet. Buzarnisku, she's as finished as it gets. Uh, I think Shunk having played three matches, coming through qualifying, having confidence, having played on the ground, uh, on the grounds, I mean, uh, will do her wonders. I think she's the better player. Minus two and a half looks good. I don't think it's much to ask for at all. Oceano da, plus five and a half is still a move against Ostapenko from yesterday. Shuai Zhang versus Misaki Doi. No, thank you. Vicky Gulovic versus Andrea Petkovic. No, thanks. Wickmare uh, versus Zhu Lin from yesterday, minus two and a half. I actually love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. And uh, if you're not scared of betting her minus 150 money line, do it. Madison Bringle versus Lauren Davis. Man, how disgusting is this? To think that Biahdad Maya got Kai Yuvan. I mean, uh, it just keeps getting worse and worse when you see more of these matchups. And how other players uh, got people's aunties. Yeah, there's no way I'm betting a Lauren Davis Madison Bringle match. No thanks. Zanevska plus 380 against Krejikova looks good. Uh, again, I talk about this all the time. Zanevska incredibly under-respected, under-appreciated, undervalued, underrated Zanevska. Because um, she always gets just such tough players, man. Like, yeah, she's a 125k, 250 chick. Um, but, I mean, come on, please. Krejikova? Zanevska's last couple matches. Okay, she lost to Flipkins in Eastbourne, but I don't know what's good with Flipkins. Like, she's just been winning and shit. But Berlin, she got Alexandrova. French Open, she got Shinwen Sheng. In Strasbourg, she got Plushkova. Like, uh, that's not very nice. You know what I mean? And I'm willing to say that Krejikova is not on the level of these players. I think that's very fair to say. So Zanevska plus 380, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And to win a set and everything and all all that shit. Sonei Kartal, the British wild card minus three and a half against Dunka Kovinich. I'm really tempted. 
But I'm not gonna bet a Dunka Kovinich match. There's no reason to do that. But if I had to, gone to my head, I'd bet Sonia uh, Sonia Kart Sonia Kartal minus three and a half. Uh, Dunka Kovinich at a Grand Slam uh, in the first round. No, thank you. I think last time I bet Dunka Kovinich in a Grand Slam, she beat Emma Raducanu. Okay, so I think I'm good. Coco Goff versus Elena Gabriela Rus. It's going to be a pass. Uh, 18 and a half is so low. I, I really want to bet the over. But I know Coco Goff is going to be on some 6-1-6-3 shit. So I'm just going to leave this. Thank you. Here we go. Jilly Teichman versus Isla Tomjanovic is sexy ass. Again, as always, uh, look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk about how the shit players always get other shit players and get easy draws, and then the girls I like always have to face each other early, like Kaya Yuvanvi Haddad Maya, Mukova Halep, Jilly Teichman, Ayla Tomjanovic. I'm going to give Jilly Teichman one last chance. Because plus 155, it's... Really, really disrespectful, I think. Jilly Teichman plus 155 against Ayla Tomjanovic is really disrespectful. Uh, yes, Ayla Tomjanovic... Uh, is scary, is good, should be respected, but I think not like this. It's uh, maybe a little bit too high. I mean, Jilly Teichman plus 110, plus 115, plus 120, 125, that's... Understandable, but I think 125 is the limit. 155. Now you're now you're talking crazy. This is the last chance for Jilly Teichman and Ayla Tomjanovic, even if she wins. Because if Ayla Tomjanovic wins this, then I do not understand her, and I don't I don't know anything about her anymore. And and so I'll 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 I'll, I'll that that's it. I'll be through with her. I'll I'll want nothing to do with her. I cannot. I cannot do Ayla Tomjanovic anymore. Her sexy ass, man. Kirsten Flipkins versus Jamie Forlis. That is the biggest pass ever. Like, why is this a match? Why is Kirsten Flipkins and Jamie Forlis a match? Uh, Bia Haddad Maya's draw getting Kai Yuvan in the first round is getting worse and worse. One of these girls is going to make the second round, but Bia Haddad Maya didn't, because she played Kaya Yuvan. Shin Yu Wang versus Amanda Nisimova. I really want to bet Shin Yu Wang. She's plus 400. Anisimova is really bad. And, and I, I think now I, I fully understand this, and I'm willing to sort of profit behind this. I, I And I think I know something that a lot of people don't. Not that I'm a genius or anything, but I believe that Amanda Nisimova is a shit player. I think it's true, and I'm, I'm sorry. Never liked her, and it's for a reason. It's for a reason. I really, really don't like her tennis. Don't think she's good. I don't rate her whatsoever. Xinyu Wang uh, in Berlin came through qualies. Didn't beat anyone of note. Kazionova freed some... And Korpatch, and then she got the treatment from Coco Goff, 6 love, 6 4. Anisimova, man. Ugh. 
I really want to bet Shin Yu Wang, man. These 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 young Chinese girls, bro, they're relentless. And Amanda Nismova doesn't like relentless. When the going gets tough, she fades. And Shin Yu Wang has game, and for plus four hundred, I'm willing to to see what's up. Amanda Nismova ain't shit though, really. Iga Świątek versus Jana Fett, okay, whatever. Here we go. Luisa Shiriko, the American qualifier, versus Paula Bedosa. Shiriko is plus 625. Why is Paula Bedosa plus 1000? Really? No, no, no. I'm, uh, sorry. Um, sorry, hold up. Why is uh, Bedosa minus 1000? Sorry. To talk about Paula Bedosa. Retired against Kudermetseva at the French Open. Kinda got embarrassed, her pride was hurt, so she bounced. And Eastbourne lost to Bourrage, her first and only match on grass. And now she's playing against Shiriko, who came through in qualifying. Beat uh, two really good players in terms of qualies, uh, Yanni and Von Deichmann. Look, I think Shiriko's gonna win this match, and she's plus 625. Plus 625. That's that's worth some money. It's not gonna do any damage, but it'll, it'll look it'll, it'll feel good if she wins for sure. Really, there's no reason Bedosa should be like this. Bedosa is one of the worst players in the world. Anna Bogdan versus Yastremska. This is gonna ha have to be a pass. Yastremska never bet her if there's a minus next to her name. And never lay games with Yastremska. Never take her spread if she's a favorite. Three and a half games, it's too much. Sorry, really. She'll win like 7 6 6 4, or she'll win like 7 6 1 6 6 4. Uh, don't do it. Irina Barra versus Chloe Paquet. This is disgusting. It really gets worse and worse. Kvitova's minus six and a half against Jasmine Paulini. We don't bet Jasmine Paulini matches. That's that's easy. Kaya Mukova is plus two sixty five, plus four and a half over under twenty and a half against Simona Halep. Uh, this is match of the day clearly tomorrow. Uh, this match is being played on one of the big courts. There are two big courts, obviously center court and court number one. Uh, we'll talk about what those lineups look uh, at the end here. Uh, please remind me though, because I might forget. So at the end, just let me know, okay? Sara Surivasormo versus Christina McHale. No, thank you. Camilla Georgi versus Magdalena Frech. I think the over 20 and a half looks good. Not Like it, don't love it. Muguruza is minus five and a half against Greet Minen. That's really, really tough to bet Muguruza at that price against Greet Minen, who can give her nightmares and and can be a, a thorn up her ass. Christina Kogova versus Laura Pagosi again. This just keeps getting worse and worse. I feel so bad for Bia Haddad Maya. Like, she beats eighty players in this draw, just not Kaya Yuvan. 
so I've been I've been making some changes recently based on how I bet, like volume, selection, things like that. Uh, going against my gut, going against my own advice, going against my own beliefs, um, playing the numbers, not the players, things which which I hate. That that particular thing I hate. Dude, I don't bet numbers, bro. I bet players. Uh, shut the fuck up, man. Seriously, that's so cringe. Sorry, other, did I did I butcher that? I meant I don't I don't bet players or teams, bro. I just bet numbers. Shut the fuck up, man. You're so cringe. There, I fixed it. But tomorrow I'm gonna bet Sloane Stevens against Shin Wen Shang. Shin Wen Shang horrible on the grass. Shin Wen Shang beats Sloane Stevens on the green clay of Charleston. Um, but that was in Charleston on grass. Not on grass. Uh, Charleston on clay, sorry, not on grass. And, and it wasn't a Grand Slam. Sloane Stevens at a Grand Slam. Sloane Stevens minus 130. I, I'm gonna take a bite. I'm gonna take a bite. And then, if, if it goes to shit, then I'm done. Last week, I bet on Kasatkina. Uh, of course, she lost. Because she shit. And I knew that. Uh, yeah, last week, I bet on Coco Golf. Of course, she lost. She shit. I knew that. Today, if Sloane Stevens, I will I will go back to uh, to fully believing what I what uh, fully betting what I truly believe in, and 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 believe uh, and having trust and faith in myself that if I hate someone or if I think something uh, of someone, then it's true and it's for a reason. You have to have that kind of belief. Okay. Shelby Rogers versus Petra Martic. I I'm. I'm really good, thank you though, for asking. Serena Williams versus Harmony Tan. Now I think we have to bet this. I don't think this can be a this can be a pass, because this might be Serena Williams' last match ever. You truly never know. Every match now Serena Williams plays, really, truly could be her last match ever. So we have to bet everyone. Cause really there's no telling. And it'll be shitty to to not have a chance to do this again, or, 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 or to be like, oh man, I can't bet on Serena Williams anymore, or her matches. So what we're going to do is, we're, we're going to make a very strange bet, and we're going to bet Serena Williams in straights. And just not think about it, just root for Serena. Against Harmony Tan, the French woman. Clara Burel plus 390 looks good. I know it's Katie Bolter, but why is Katie Bolter minus 550 against anyone? I swear to God, Clara Burel can play. There we go, another big dog, and the over looks good too. Eleanor Bakuna versus Coco Vandewey. Very high on Eleanor Bakuna. I think she's going to win Wimbledon. I just can't bet you here in the first round. Rebecca Peterson versus AK, uh, AKS Anna Karolina Schmidlova, Bia Haddad Maya. I feel so sorry for you. Jesse Pagula minus one forty-five against Donna Vekic. Just send it. Just fucking send it. Andriescu minus six and a half against Bektas. I might bet that. I think that might be worth a bet for sure.
Martinsova Plushkova bet the over 21.5 for even money for a lot and put a little something on Martinsova. I think both of those look really good. Rebecca Masarova versus Harriet Dart at night. That's a pass. Now that is all for tomorrow. Uh, thank you for reminding me to take a look at the... At, uh, the... What do you call it? The schedule, the order of play for the, the two main courts tomorrow, Sensor Court and Court Number 1. Okay, so six matches tomorrow on those two courts. Three on Sensor Court and three on Number 1 Court. Six, six matches, yeah? Only two of them are worth watching. Maybe, maybe... One only. If we're being honest. Maybe three if we're, we're, we're being very generous. Okay, but... Uh, here, here are tomorrow's matches. So on Sensor Court, uh, in order, in chronological order, Iga Świątek versus Jana Fett. Nobody wants to watch Iga Świątek versus Jana Fett. I know it's Iga Świątek. I know it's the, uh, you know, it's Iga Świątek. Understand? She's playing Jana Fett. Nobody wants to see that. I promise you. But we can give this one the benefit of the doubt. It's Iga. Okay. Francisco Cirondulo versus Rafa Nadal. Nobody wants to see that shit. Who? What the f Why? And then lastly, Serena Williams versus Harmony Tan. Now look, I understand it's Serena Williams. Uh, but a, ma a tennis match, it's two players. You know, it's Serena Williams and Harmony Tan. Those cancel each other out. If anything, it, it it's a bad match. Uh, the like, uh, man, I swear these organizers, the 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 WTA, the ATP, the the people in charge, like they must hate themselves, or or they must not want people to enjoy the sport, or or to to to, like they don't want good exposure. They don't want to attract new fans. They don't want to retain uh, spectators. If someone is tuning in to tennis for the first time and they watch Harmony Tan uh, on their screen, fuck man, they're never going to do that again. They're going to go watch bowling or taekwondo or, or, or swimming or something or gymnastics. Harmony Tan, why? If you're the WTA, if you're Wimbledon, you, you put Harmony Tan somewhere, I don't care where, so nobody sees that shit. You don't want people to see that shit. Those are the three matches on Sunset Court tomorrow. On number one court, Matteo Berrettini versus Christian Garin. What the fuck is this nonsense? What the fuck is this nonsense? Matteo Berrettini, the eight seed, top ten player. I I, I don't know if he's. Uh, I guess he's the world number ten or eleven or something like that. But he's the the most irrelevant. Top 10 player of all time, I think. Like, like nobody is worried about Berrettini. Nobody is worried except for him. You know what I mean? Like, Matteo Berrettini walks into the room. Nobody is worried except for Berrettini himself. And Christian Garin, I have no... I There is no... What... Uh, what I have to say about Christian Garin, it is not appropriate for me to say here on this show. And I've said a lot of inappropriate things. That's all I'm going to say. 
Kai Mukova versus Simona Halep. That is the one match that it's okay. Well, good job, guys. Uh, I'm not, look, I'm not being biased or unreasonable. Th th this is a hell of a match. Kai Mukova, Simona Halep. Like, come on, you know, uh, talk to me nice. I'm not... Uh, uh, no funny business here or anything like that. It's two good players. It's competitive and shit. Like, it's not Harmony Tan. It's not Jennifer. No Christian Garin. You know, no Serondulo Nadal. Conio. Uh, uh. And then lastly, on number one court. Best for last, of course. Stefano Tsitsipas. Versus a guy called Rit Richard, a dude from Swiss, a dude from Switzerland. I never heard of a tennis player called Richard. This is something that I'm never gonna understand, man. Like, like people who who who, who organize these things, these directors, do they not care? Like nowadays with with sports and shit, like everyone's a sellout. All they want to do is make money, grow the sport, increase exposure, draw people in, and people that are watching, they want to retain them, they want to keep them hooked, they want to keep them coming back. How are you gonna do this when your two big courts in Wimbledon, you have Christian Garin playing on, you have a dude called Richard playing, you have Harmony Tan playing, you have Surondulu and Janafet playing. I mean, you guys fucked up? Really? You guys really fucked up? I mean... Fuck, man. Why'd you gotta sell your souls like that? I mean, you're selling your souls the wrong way. Like, oh man, the people wanna see Serena, the people wanna see Nadal, uh, Svantec, but but not like this, And with all honesty. You're forgetting that people not not only don't want to see but shouldn't see Harmony Tan. That should be played in a parking lot with no cameras. This has been the safe space. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much as always for all your kind words and feedback. It's truly appreciated. As always, Best of luck to us, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.